You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro. I am the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I'm so excited that you are here. And it is the first week of June, which means summer is officially here when this episode is airing. And I'm so excited because summer is my favorite time. But I also know that summer can mean a few things for business owners. It can mean your business falls apart. It means you let your foot off the gas. You're distracted. Your, you know, your energy is sort of split up between kids that are home from school and, you know, kind of managing all of their summer schedules and still wanting to, to grow your business. And I know how hard it can be, you know, over the summer months to, to really, to really hone in and and grow a business. And I'm going to, I'm going to actually direct you over to the Make She Happen podcast because I co-host that with my business partner, Katie Ersta. And every Thursday, We drop a new episode, and this Thursday is all about how to actually manage your your business and your life and still really feel fulfilled. And I want to make sure I share that with you guys because I know that many of you are kind of going through that, that situation right now. And so that's a great place to check that out. But for today's episode, we're going to talk about the other thing that sometimes happens in June, kind of that moment where you're almost halfway through the year, you know, at the end of June, you're six months in, you're really doing the mid-year reflection. Where am I at in terms of reaching my goals for sales, for recruits, for volume, for recognition, anything that you are working towards achieving, you really are having this moment of reflection. Like, where are you at on the journey? And, you know, I like to do the same reflection that I tell everybody else to do. And, you know, I, I sat down last month and sort of took a look at the first quarter and kind of where I was so far in the second quarter. And one of my big goals this year in my direct sales business was I wanted to help build six-figure earners in my organization. And while I have lots of six-figure earners that have already achieved that benchmark, I knew that I wanted to help more people accomplish that. And if I could help effectively mentor and lead my individual team members, and even within my organization to six figures, I would feel fulfilled. And the reason I would feel fulfilled is because I know that when people are, you know, earning income, they are able to prepare for their future, whether it is safer retirement, their kids' college educations, you know, to be able to buy the home of their dreams or travel, pay off debt, you know, enjoy moments with their, with their families that they wouldn't otherwise be able to do. And for some people, it was even leaving a career or job that wasn't fulfilling, that felt like it was sucking their soul. And so for me, that was a tangible, that was a tangible goal. I can help create six figure earners on my team. And through doing that, I know that I'm effectively mentoring people to become, 
to be successful and to able to live a healthy and a fulfilling life. And so I pulled out that sheet of paper and I'm like, where am I at on this goal? And I thought to myself, you know, well, I'm not, I don't know. I haven't done enough actionable items yet to be able to measure that success. And so um, I was racking my brain, you know, what can I do to really make good on my promise? Because I proclaimed this to my team. I told them I was going to create this curriculum. We're going to do, you know, six-figure series with my leaders. And so we did. I decided, okay, I'm going to do this six-figure series, and I am going to effectively mentor people to setting up the the strategies and the foundation for creating a six-figure business. And so I'm going to walk you through that first training call tonight because I want to share it with the world. I want you guys to know that whether you are in direct sales and and maybe you are in another industry, it's not Beachbody, maybe you're in real estate or you're an agent, a travel agent, or you're in another direct sales company, whatever it might be, I want you to know that the principles I'm going to walk you through here on this podcast, they apply to what I've built over at Chic Influence. They apply to what I see other people building, you know, out there in the world. You know, these principles, they apply no matter where you go and build a business. And the very first, the most important thing that you need to have when you are wanting to run towards the goal of building a six-figure business is you have got to have a strong a very strong why. And I know we hear it, you know, it's the why that makes you cry. And, you know, why are you building your business? And, you know, most people are are normal. They're like, I want to help people. I just, I want to make more money. I want to have more freedom. But is that really, like, is that really the driving force? Because I want to push back a little bit. Sure. I wanted to make money as well. Sure. I wanted to go on the trips. Sure. I wanted to retire my my husband, but you know, what was the reason that I kept showing up even when I was getting rejection after rejection and post after post after post that I was putting up on Facebook was getting zero likes and zero comments and no responses and it felt like I was in quicksand and everybody else was just on the highway and they were moving at 60 miles per hour. And I felt like I was drowning. And so, you know, what kept me going in those times when I was initially trying to get the engine going in my business and build momentum was my why. And my why wasn't just that I wanted the money. The why was what the income did for me. So when I close my eyes and I think back to 2011, when I launched my Beachbody business, I remember saying, I want to take it all the way to the top. I want to be a top coach in the company. and I want to stand on those stages. I want to take those trips. I want to earn those big paychecks. But I remember thinking about how my life would be different. And so I know you have this goal, six-figure income, but how's your life going to be different? You know, for me, When you asked me that question, I said things like, well, you know, we're going to be able to take a family vacation because right now we're not going anywhere. We're not making memories at the beach. We're not traveling the world. We're, you know, hanging out here on the porch because we can't afford to go on a family vacation. So earning more income would allow us to create memories as a family, more quality time together. Earning more income would allow 
my husband and I not to argue about finances every single week. So less stress in our life and earning more income would allow us to up, you know, upgrade our home and get out of the tiny three bedroom townhouse that we were busting the seams at. So we would have a backyard and the kids could have a swing set and, you know, we could have cookouts and the dog could have a yard to run in and we could, you know, like I just envisioned a space that was our own. And so as I thought about how our life would be different, it was less stress. It was more flexibility to be able to go on a date and take a vacation and and live life as we really truly wanted to live life. And so I, I created a vision board for myself and it hung on the basement wall where I worked in our storage room of our townhouse. So I had a poster board with photos that were, you know, copy, cut out, pasted, stuck on the wall, had my makeshift desk in, desk in the basement as well. And I would look at that vision board every single day. And every single day I would say, I want that so bad. I want to create that life. I want to earn the trips. I want to earn the income and I am willing to do whatever it takes. And I can see that it is possible because there are other women and men that I am listening to every week on national wake-up calls and training calls that have come from tougher situations that I, than I have, and they have been able to be successful. So their story gives me hope that I can do it too. And no matter what I am going to, when I close my eyes, I am going to visualize us walking onto the beach, us walking through the front door of our house. And that is my why. So wherever you're at in your life right now, what's the driving force because when it comes to network marketing, when it comes to even just Beachbody, nobody's going to hold your hand to the computer saying you have to build your business, right? If you don't do it, you're just not going to get a paycheck. If you don't do it, you're just going to keep going to the same job that you've been going to. You're just going to have the same lifestyle. You know, it's not like you're going to get fired. And so sometimes that's the hardest thing for people in, in direct sales is to understand that this is no doubt your very own business and you're the driver of it. You get to decide how fast or how slow it goes. And if you don't do it, there's really no consequence other than maybe you invested some money to get started, right? So you have to create that sense of urgency for yourself. So for me, I had to create that sense of urgency that I wanted to change my life now. I didn't want to wait until someday. I didn't want to wait until the conditions were right or my kids were in school or the baby was sleeping through the night. I knew that if I wanted to create change, then I needed to do it now. And that is exactly what propelled me to take action. So if you don't have that yet, if you don't have that why, that driving force, I want to encourage you to sit down and get out a piece of paper or pull up a blank document and start typing it out. What is your driving force? What is going to be the thing that is going to propel you into action when the alarm goes off and you don't feel like doing it? The second thing that I needed to do in order to create that six-figure income was I always had to have a healthy pipeline. And this, I truly believe, is one of the things that we just don't talk about. And we come into, you know, our business and we launch our business. Maybe it's Facebook, it's Instagram, you're sending out emails, you're posting on LinkedIn, you're making some videos. And you've got this 
this warm market. These You have friends and family members and acquaintances that trust you and love you and like you. And so they're going to be your first customers. They're your like hype squad, right? But when we burn through that warm market of people and it happens, it happens in the first couple of months. And then maybe you're like me and I didn't even have a warm market. So I didn't even have friends and family that were willing to support me. Initially, I had to go out there and I had to build that trust. And so, you know, whatever path you're on, right, whether you're like me or you do have a warm market of people, I always in the back of my mind understood that in order for me to always have people ready to sign up, ready to order, ready to book with me, I needed to always be showing up and adding value. I always had to be showing that I was the girl for the job, that you can trust me. I'm your go-to girl. And it you insert go-to girl for whatever business you run. For mine, it was I was going to be the go-to girl for health and fitness, for Shakeology, for clean eating, for Beachbody. I was going to be the go-to girl at that time for moms of small children trying to get their bodies back after having babies, right? So I was the go-to girl. And I became the go-to girl because I posted very consistently every single day. I was showing up on social and I was sharing advice, tips, my own transformation, how-tos, recipes, right? Mindset hacks, morning routine. So I was always showing up and serving my followers. And what happened is I wasn't just showing up and serving them but I was listening to them. Every time somebody told me their struggles, every time somebody gave me an objection, every time somebody um, told me I inspired them, I asked more questions. I used what people were saying as inspiration for future content. But also, I was connecting. So maybe Susan messages me and says, you are so inspiring. You know, I went on a walk today because I saw your post. Maybe Susan's not ready to purchase from me yet. She's not ready to go all in with Beachbody, but maybe Susan is ready to just have a conversation. And so I can go back and forth with Susan and say, congrats on taking your walk today. I'm so proud of you. You know, tell me a little bit about your current challenges. What are your health and fitness goals? And I drum up a conversation and she tells me that, you know, she has like a a soda addiction. And I say, you know what? So did I. I used to drink Pepsi every single day, like three or four cans a day. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. And this is how I started cutting back. Cold turkey, not the best idea. But if you start cutting back a half a can a week, before you know it, over the course of the next month, you'll be down to zero Diet Coke or Coke or Pepsi or whatever at all. And I started replacing it with sparkling water. And then I gave my favorite sparkling water recommendations. So now I'm not just building a relationship but I've given her advice and now she trusts me, which means next time she has a question, she's going to ask me. And maybe when I have a summer sale or a promotion or a flash sale or a new group starting and I post about it, she's going to be one of the people that says, I'm ready to get started. And she actually purchases and buys from me. So I'm always thinking in terms of how can I develop new friendships? So I'm looking for new followers, new people who are liking my content new friends that I can send friend requests to. That's my cold market. And I'm working really hard every single day to add just a few new names into that bucket. But I'm also paying attention to who is engaging. 
who's liking, who's commenting, who's voting on my polls. If I don't have anybody, I'm going to work in that pipeline because if I have 100 friends on Facebook or 100 followers on Instagram, but nobody's commenting, well, I need to get curious about how to get people to interact. So I'm going to practice creating engaging content, playing around with my calls to action in my stories because I need my warm market of people to actually start chatting with me. I also need people that are purchasing from me that have built the no like, and trust factor I'm having conversations with, and I'm ready to invite them. I have my current customers on my social platform, and I also have people that are business owners or prospective business clients. So a healthy pipeline means that you at all times in your business are making sure that you have got people in each one of those areas, because that means that you have a healthy business flow of new and incoming and um, long-time loyal customers. So building a healthy pipeline in and of itself, gosh, like that's the foundation for building six figures. Because when you have customers that buy for, from you for the first time and you serve them well, the likelihood of them coming back as a repeat customer legit goes through the roof. So we got to serve our people. We have to have a healthy pipeline. Okay. Strong recruitment plan. Look, when we talk about six figures, we talk about being a top earner. It's not about how many warm bodies you can recruit. I know sometimes you look at these top in industry and you think, oh my gosh, they bring in 20 people a month. There's absolutely no way that I could be successful in network marketing if I'm not willing to recruit that many people. And I'm going to call BS on that. Because you're letting that be an excuse because you're seeing the way they do it and thinking that's how it needs to be done. And that is a total lie. It does not need to be done that way. So what you can do is understand that I know very successful people in direct sales that recruit two to three working members of their team a month. I also know people that are very successful that recruit 10 plus a month. But I know that equally they can earn the same income if they have business building members of their team. It is not just about the quantity. It is about the quality. And when it comes to direct sales, it is also about the placement. So as a business owner, you need to know what your compensation plan is. You need to know the strategy behind how to build a business for income. And you need to understand that it is not about signing up people that are discount distributors, but you have got to get out there and Arsenio Hall style route for your freaking business. Like you got to shout it from the rooftops that you are the best person for the job. And you have got to be willing to actually promote the business and say, I've got a mentorship. I've got a new mentorship program that is starting on June 7th and I want you to join and here's how you can join, right? So you've got to be willing to talk about the business opportunity if you want to actually build the team and create the six-figure income. It's not about recruiting high numbers. It's about the quality of people you're bringing in. Two to three working members of your team a month, I think that's pretty darn good. All right. Okay. The next piece of advice that that was one of the best pieces of advice, and this is very much so geared towards um, Beachbody, but I'm sure based on business model, uh, it's applicable elsewhere. But we don't need a thousand members of our team. I mean, that's great. That's nice. But you really want depth. When you're looking at network marketing and organization, you really want to think in terms of, I need five people that are at 
five-star diamond or five people that are at a leadership rank, right? That are actually duplicating. So you need leaders that have leaders underneath of them. That is the goal because when you find leaders that are creating leaders that are creating leaders, that is what we call turning on the volume engine. Basically at that point, as you've got the depth in your organization, and you have the placement of those people, and it's not just you and Sally and your sister, Sarah, and your husband, you know, Joe, right? But you actually have a team that's showing up and people that you've recruited and helped mentor. That's when you're on the road to six figures because you're creating residual income, matching bonus, team cycles, right? And if they're placed correctly, which is also really important and it goes totally back to strategy again, you can maximize your company's compensation plan faster. All right. So it's important that you as the business owner in network marketing are not just going through the motions of I'm going to place somebody on the left and on the right and I'm going to put them over here. I'm going to put them over there and I don't know what's going on and I don't understand my back office. Hey, that's not the way we run a business. We run a business because we understand the compensation and how we earn and that should be a natural driver for us to recruit a few more people. Okay. Another one. Building six figures. This is sort of a myth. I'm going to bust this myth, kind of like I did with the recruitment, but you don't have to work 24-7 to get to six figures. I want to just say, like, you do not have to be a workaholic connected to social all the time, connected to your email all the time. Like, you can actually have a life outside of your business, but that means you, as the business owner, have to set some healthy boundaries, okay? That means that you need to have work hours. That means that you need to be really intentional about your list and what you're sharing and when you're sharing it. It means that you have to get yourself organized, right? That may mean hiring help. And so many people that I talk to are incredibly reluctant to bring on help and hire anybody, even as an admin for five to seven hours a week to help them out because they're like, oh, it's just easier for me to do it myself. Or I don't want to take the time to train them. Or, oh my gosh, I'm not successful enough yet to hire, you know, hire help. And I, I'm again going to call BS on that because you certainly are at a level where you can hire help. And the reason I say that is the only way you are not going to burn yourself out is to start to delegate administrative tasks that you can train somebody else to do that more often than not will do the task better than you, okay? Also, you've got to look for opportunities to elevate people, whether they're up and coming, they're um, brand new, or they're leaders on your team. Getting people to host calls with you, getting people to split and share the responsibilities, that's how it's done. That's how we make progress. Also, we got to set business hours for ourselves, And that means, and I, this is my plug, you guys, that, you know, I've been there, done that. I've done the unhealthy hustle and it's not pretty, um, but it, I don't know that I would change it because I don't know any different, but here's what I am going to tell you. If you say to yourself, I am not going to work between the hours of 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., put your phone away and hide it. Three hours is not going to make or break it. Okay, spend the quality time with your family. If you say you're going to go on a walk with the kids, go on a walk with the kids and leave the phone at home, right? Or turn it on airplane mode so that you can still take pictures if you want to take pictures of the kids while you're out and about. 
but honor and respect the downtime. The downtime we give for our brain to do something else other than work, whether it's taking a walk or a yoga class or going swimming or a hike, allows us to recharge. It does allow us to, in the end, be more creative because we've given ourselves time to focus on something other than work. So you don't have to work 24-7, but you do have to be incredibly intentional about the time that you do work. And that means for me, I'm always working from a list. It's always time blocked out, right? I'm eliminating distractions and I know what must get done. Not the nice to haves, but what must get done for me to reach six figures. And that means that a lot of times there are things that other members of my team are talking about implementing other groups, other launches, other ideas, and it doesn't fit with where I'm going in developing six-figure leaders. So that means I have to say no thank you. And it's okay if I'm not a part of all the other stuff that everybody else is doing. I need to stay focused on where I want to go and the direction I want my business to be at the end of the year. So saying no is something I've gotten very good at doing. Okay, and last but not least, we can't get to six figures with the mindset that we have today. For real, I can tell you my mindset has changed about 10 million times since I started my coaching business in 2011. I have evolved in more ways than I can ever imagine, and I couldn't have done it without a personal growth plan. That means there is always one, if not two, or three books that I am listening or reading at a time. I am always a learner. When I was first moving into that leadership rank, I knew that the business I had at that point in time was not going to be the business that got me to where I wanted to go. That meant that I had to start reading books about leading others, about you know um, how to work with a team, how to motivate my organization, next level social, all of those things. I am constantly on a personal growth plan to make myself better so that I can elevate my team in the process as well. You guys, personal growth, I thought, you know, personal development and reading all those books at the beginning. I was like, really, is this necessary? And a lot of people dismiss it. But if you're a true business owner, you're going to read. You're going to listen to audiobooks. You're going to listen to podcasts. You are going to you're going to get in there and you're going to say, "I am not the smartest person in the room. There's lots of people out there that know more than me, and I want to be a sponge and absorb it and I'm going to I'm going to lead through it." And that personal growth plan is the way that I have been able to grow and scale the multi six-figure business that I have grown. So you guys, as we bring it all in, wrap it all up, close us out for tonight, what do we need to have? Strong why. Remember at the beginning when I talked about the strong why, let's get out there, let's write it out, let's get that vision board out, let's recommit to that. We're six months in. We got to have a healthy pipeline. We got to make sure that we are constantly bringing in new people and generating new leads and moving people through the funnel as customers and loyal customers and team members. We have to have a strong recruitment plan. Doesn't mean we have to recruit 20 people a month, but it means we got to have a plan and we need to execute it and be successful at it. We got to learn how to lead others. We need to understand placement and strategy within our organization. And we don't need to work 24-7 and we always need a personal growth plan. So you guys, if you love this episode today and before you go, please do not go. I got to tell you, I run a business with my partner, Katie Ursta. We run Chic Influencer. We started it in 2019. 
And this business has, has been our labor of love. It's been a way that we get to serve people out there in the community who message us and say, I'd love to have your mentorship. I'd love for you to teach me how you built your business over the past 10 years with an unsupportive spouse and, you know, with no social media background and zero Instagram followers, you know, how did you do it? How did you teach yourself? Well, Next week, we're hosting a masterclass. It is going to be on Wednesday, June the 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is a masterclass that's all about the social selling secrets of a marketing pro. So Katie and I are your marketing pros. We're dropping you the social selling secrets. And this is good for the individual who is like, gosh, I know I really need to be more consistent on social or gosh, I'm trying to figure out this social media on my own and it's really not going well. I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall, right? I'm wasting precious time trying to figure out how to make this social media work. Are you like, all right, I'm waving the white flag, send help. Let us help you. We are going to help you crush your social media with this free masterclass. Again, we're going to go through the trends of social. We're going to talk about social selling. We're going to talk about cultivating engagement and connection through your content and how to connect your social media content to your business goals. So come hang out with us. The link is going to be in the show notes and get your spot. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here on the Women Inspiring Women podcast. I hope you have a great day and I will see you soon. Bye guys.